Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Chat with Shap. My name is Zach Shaphorst. With me is Vinny Tadero. And the Cowboys drop to three and two. We've got a unfortunate game to talk about as they lose 30 or 42 to 10 to the San Francisco 49ers. And yeah, not, not much to say. The score pretty much sums up how the game went. I, I actually didn't even watch the fourth quarter because I saw how it was going and wanted to do anything but continue to watch. But yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, what were your initial thoughts of the game, Vinny? Well, uh, I'm going to go through it position by position, but real yeah. quick. Because uh, I know this isn't a broadcast where we go through analyzing everything into dust. Uh, but let's start with the coaching. Um, Mike McCarthy has had plenty of time. He's had more than plenty of time. Um, he's not a quality NFL coach. He doesn't belong as an NFL coach. Um, he's got to go. I would fire him tomorrow if I were Jerry. Um, his offense is asinine. His play calling is asinine. Um, they should have kept Kellen Moore, which I think you and I agreed with before the season. Yeah. Um, you know, Kellen Moore, they just made him the scapegoat. He only, Kellen Moore only lost by a few points. <laughs> okay. In those right. playoff games. That's All right. right. Um, Kellen Moore's offense was better. Um, the Mike McCarthy offense is, uh, predicated on getting the ball out more quickly, um, which I don't know how important that is because they have a good offensive line and on short throws, which are not doing the job. Uh, we don't have a great run after the catch guy catching those balls like we did when we had Emmett Smith or whatever. And uh, so, but going through a position, before the season, I said we needed a backup quarterback. Um, we still do need a backup quarterback. If we had a good backup quarterback, I'd be all in favor of putting him in right now. I like the fact that the Prescott got benched. I don't know if that was perfect them or to send them a message or both I'm guessing it's um, the former to protect them yeah yeah okay. the game was out but um, but um, now the problem is uh, worse than I thought it was I thought um, I had my misgivings about Dak Prescott um, but I thought a lot of it was just the fact that he had lost Amari Cooper um, and I that he has not been the same since Amari Cooper left the building. It's no, very simple. He is not. He, is, he has not been the same. And, um, you know, his inability, you know, he's the biggest problem in the red zone. Um, he's the biggest problem on offense. Um, he doesn't make tight window throws, as I've said before. He doesn't throw receivers open. He's got a quality group of guys to throw the ball to, and he's afraid to do it or he's been told not to do it. And his accuracy was for shit last night. He had Jake Ferguson wide open for a big play in the first quarter. He missed him by a mile. Um, he had Brandon. They, they brought Brandon Cooks to take top of a def off a of defense. He does it. He, Prescott throws the ball out of bounds. Right. And then later on in the game, Cooks broke free again, and he missed him. Yeah. Why do you have a guy to take the top off a of defense if you got a quarterback who can't throw the long ball? Yeah. And I don't remember Prescott ever being a good long ball thrower. 
you know. Now he's got this guy, he's got speed to burn. He had a total mismatch on Fred Warner. He beat him by five yards, and he misses him. You can't do that. You can't do that in this league. You can't do it against the 49ers. If you do it, you don't belong as the quarterback. It's very, very simple. He's making these receivers look bad. Brandon Cooks wound up with one catch last night. I just looked at the box score. C.D. Lamb. Now I have to, in fairness, I don't know if C.D. Lamb is overrated or if it's Dak Prescott. But C.D. Lamb is not producing like the guy that he was supposed to be. Okay? He was supposed to be the next great 88, and he's not the next great 88. Okay? He's more like Alvin Harper. And I don't know if that's him or if it's Dak or if it's both of them, whatever. Tight end position, there's no reason they shouldn't have kept Dalton Schultz. He got a fairly meager contract to leave. They should have kept him. He was a good, great target for Dak. Dak trusted him. They put Jake Ferguson in there. Ferguson had three catches last night. Would have had four if Dak had any accuracy. Okay? But even if you think Jake Ferguson will get the job done, if you have two quality tight out tight tight ends which we don't because the rookie's awful and pet and Hendershot's yeah. awful okay yeah. <laughs> you keep them okay it was only it was a contract worth up to nine million and they let him go because Stephen Jones has no idea what he's doing when it comes to personnel all right now you look at the defense and Dan Quinn's not going to get a head coaching job okay because the the hype is going away. What the Cowboys do is they beat up on lousy teams. And then when they face somebody who, who's decent and who they're not ready for in the Cardinals, they lose. And when they face somebody who's great and they're not ready for it, they get humiliated. Okay? Dan Quinn's not going anywhere. Nobody, if anybody wants to keep him, fine. They're going to be able to keep him. Nobody's going to give him a head coaching job. All right? Um... The defensive line played like was just – that's what really surprised me. They went up against an offensive line that wasn't that good, and they got their butts handed to them. All right? We yeah. desperately need to go into free agency next year. I don't care what it costs and get a goddamn defensive tackle who can make plays. We used to have four of them when Jimmy was here. But now we got guys who don't know how to draft defensive linemen, okay, and they got lucky with Michael Parsons because they thought he was a middle linebacker. Yeah. And, you know, we wind up with garbage at defensive tackle. Mozzie yeah. Smith, he he's looks like useless. a bust so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think he's going to go down as a bust. I think the whole draft is going to go down as a bust, except maybe the third rounder. Okay? But we got to see if he can come back because he, he had a terrible injury. Healthy, yeah. So now we got to hold our breath there. There's no linebackers to speak of on the team. Van Der Esch is out for the season. There's nobody left. I think they're going to be calling me to play linebacker. Okay? There's nobody left. Okay? What What were they thinking when they let Jabril Cox and Devin Harper go? What in the world were they, what were they thinking when they didn't go out and look for veteran help this offseason? They just don't make good use of free agency. That's a big part of their problem. They do not make good. They're terrified of it. They're, they've just inordinate fear of free agency look what the Niners did 
The Niners were already really good. They went and spent a bundle to take somebody from the Eagles. Hargrave, yeah. You know, what yep. in the world? And how did, how, did, how did Ward wind up playing for the 49ers? Because of our personnel department. Gave him away for a nobody tackle. Nobody lineman who never did a damn thing. The secondary did not play well last night, but I'm I'm basically okay with the secondary, especially with Trayvon. We'll see if he can come back at full strength next year. Bland seems like he's been doing okay filling in. I don't know what he did last night. I couldn't keep track of who was getting burned and who wasn't because it just seemed like the 49ers were just running all over the place and nobody was ever near him when they called the football. All right? Um, J. Ron Curse is having oh a terrible God. season. Horrible. His penalty. And the special, team, the special teams are good. Yeah. Yeah, kicker is good. That, that's one positive you can say. But, yeah, no, I, I'll start with the, the defense because, to me, it was just we got, on both sides of the ball, we got thoroughly outcoached. And, and this is what Kyle Shanahan does. Like, he went supposedly to Atlanta in 2015 solely so that he could study Dan Quinn's defense, which at the time was the cover three, it was taking the league by storm, and figure out how to destroy it. And he did. And and he has now seen Dan Quinn, his new iteration of the defense, which, to be fair to Dan Quinn, he did update his defense with the Cowboys versus what he had done for years with the Seahawks and the Falcons. But Kyle Shanahan clearly figured it out and just gutted us yesterday. And and I don't think it was... And, and the thing that showed me more than anything that the 49ers knew exactly how to attack us and we just had no clue is as soon as Deron Bland went out, which Deron Bland was one of the few players that had a good PFF grade in that game. He didn't no they didn't throw it at him once. He didn't give up a he didn't give up a, a opportunity. He's been, he, he's been he's been a gift. He's been he's been great this year, but as soon as he went out and Noah Igbenogi who no, why we Jordan traded Lewis for him in out. the first place Jordan, Jordan Lewis went out. I think Bland went out at one point too. Jordan Lewis did too, but any, it might, I might have been Lewis, but in any case, it was when Igbenogi went, yeah. went on the field, the first play. play, the first play, they throw yeah. a corner to uh, Debo Samuel on right. Noah, and it's like a 30-yard gain. It, luckily, we get it called back for like a holding or something, but they that was like, do the same thing. of course, that's exactly what you should do if you want to attack our defense. And the other, and I think just throwing these digs, they they realize our linebackers are are a weak spot, and so they are running these digs behind our linebackers who are not good enough in coverage to drop and cover that. To so I didn't think outside of Noah and and actually Jordan Lewis in coverage, he made a nice forced fumble, but in coverage he didn't have a great game. Other than that, I, I didn't think our corners did. Poorly, Stefan Gilmore and and Bland, like they just didn't throw at Bland. But the problem is they knew how to attack our defense perfectly. And once again, the interior, the the safeties and the linebackers are horseshit. J. J Ron Curse, 
and Donovan Wilson both had they together had four penalties. And and I don't know if I've if I have had been enraged as much as I was when Jaron Curse lined up offsides on yeah, a third that, and yeah. five play, and I saw it coming. I yep. saw it, I was screaming at him as he was lined up, and we forced an incompletion. This was early in the game. Yep. I think we were down yep. seven nothing, and yep. I just lost it. The fact that those two, I mean, this is the Cowboys in a nutshell. I don't know if it's Dan Quinn or Mike McCarthy. I've said it, I think last week I said it. The fact that we are playing those two guys playing as shitty as they are when we've got Juanya Thomas, who every yep. single time he gets on the field, he plays well. He played nine snaps yesterday and graded at like an 87. Why on earth are we not playing this guy more? And when, when our Right, right. He didn't even suit up yesterday. Like, it, it it baffles my mind. But, no, I, I think it's hard to pinpoint one thing. I, I still think the defense, you know, we, we've known this for a while. The defense can be exploited by a very simple strategy, and that's running the ball and then play action and quick passes. Brock Purdy, I just looked it up, he had a 2.26 average time to throw in this game and we actually at least from the pff grading our pass rush was was pretty good that that was the one element of the entire game that we we graded out fairly well at but he's getting the ball out so quickly and the thing that i noticed in live time that the 49ers did a great job of is even though their interior o-line is absolutely pitiful they were using their fullback and their tight end to help block so that and, and they're getting the ball out quick, so it, it neutralized our pass rush. I don't think Purdy did he get sacked once? I don't I mean once. he did get sacked one time. First, first blitzed. That's right. Yeah. Blitz. He, he didn't the, see him. Blitz. That's right. So that was one all, good all thing. All the resources they have on the defensive line and they had the blitz. Yeah. But but no, the 49ers are so much and and going into this game you heard you know Dan Quinn shows up wearing all black you heard the play you know, Dak was all feisty with the reporters it's all this kind of facade and, and I feel like it's it, it, it what it comes down to is one team was just way way better prepared for the game and and you can get as mad as you want as emotional and, and ready for war but if you're not <laughs> If you're not prepared, if the other team you're knows smarter. what you're doing, the other team's smarter than you are. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's a hundred percent due to coaching. And you know, Mike McCarthy, I think this is this is his last season. That's a good thing, but I don't think we're gonna get anyone better. Like we're probably gonna hire Dan yeah. Quinn and yeah, Jerry. you know elevate Brian Schottenheimer to be the offensive. Co uh, coordinator and actually, it's going to be more I, of the same i kind of disagree with you a little there i don't think quinn is going to become a head coach for us but i hope not uh, i hope not I, I hope not too because yeah um I, I, but uh, they have a they have a real maturity problem um they're not you know they were not ready for the cardinals they were not up for that mm -hmm. um they're kind of bullies. They just beat up on people who are littler than they are. Uh, but when somebody really comes in and hits them in the face, they go down in the first round. Yeah. And they're 
you know, we've talked about how, you know, one way to beat them is to establish the run and get ahead. Um, so then, you know, we can't unleash our dogs uh, on pass defense. But right. the other thing is this team is total, very dependent on the defense getting turnovers and scoring. Right. That is very And when true. that doesn't happen, Mr. Prescott, who, let's not forget, I didn't want him, I didn't even remember, I, I was one of the only people who did not want him back. That was a bad signing. I would not have re-signed Dak Prescott. I feel that more strongly now than ever. I was 100% correct. He was worse than I thought he was. He's worse than I thought he was. And... Um, I was against the Ezekiel Elliott contract and the Des Bryant contract. This personnel department doesn't know what it's doing. And it gave Diggs a big contract prematurely, and now he's hurt. You don't know if he's going to be the same player. Donovan Wilson, they give a big contract to, and now you say, you know more about him than I do. (laughs) But you say, he's not playing up to snuff. He should be playing ten times better with all the money they gave him. Well, supposedly he... I'm reading this injury report because, like I said, I I turned the game off in the fourth quarter. But you mentioned to me earlier, Banderesh is down. He's um, out. He's, he's out. He's got a serious neck injury. Neck injury. It's probably it might be over for him. Yeah. And then Donovan Wilson and has I was supposed a leg to resigning Vanderesh too. Yeah, I I didn't mind that one because it was pretty cheap. But but he he is the best linebacker we have right now. As as bad as that's. That is, it's the reality, and and well, that's why they needed to go into free agency. Yeah, and um, you know we had yeah Donovan Wilson had a leg injury. Both Lewis and Deron Bland missed time, and so I mean that that's rough if if those guys miss time, especially Deron Bland. I mean that if if we have to see Noah Igbenogbe. Anymore, that's that's a recipe for disaster. He doesn't deserve to have his name. Yeah, Noah Ig. Um, That guy might be he might be the worst cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, he's he's pretty useless. And they gave up Kelvin Joseph, who was showing potential as a slot guy and who was bonafide good special teams. And now C.J. Goodwin's gone for the season. Right. Yeah, I I think ultimately. This is almost certainly going I mean, we talked about this last week. You can withstand a big loss. We, we talked about championship teams that have done it, but now we're looking at two embarrassing losses in the last three weeks. And it's basically the same loss, just this time it was against a better team. The Cardinals still suck. We, we can see this, you know, they've now lost to other teams it's just the 49ers are, are actually a, a great team and and honestly they should they you give them credit they deserve to be the favorites in the nfc i think they are far looking far superior to the eagles right now but yeah i mean it, it showed that we are we are a in a class below them in in coaching really i i think personnel wise you know, it's it's hard to say after such an ugly loss, but like I think talent-wise, we we are not far off from them. Like if if you go play position by position, 
Outside of line, linebacker, they've got a huge edge. Defensive tackle, they've got a huge edge. But I, I still think our secondary is better. Our, I don't know, probably edges are comparable. Maybe ours are better, though, because they got Bosa, and that's pretty much it, where we've got Lawrence. I, I think our O-line's better. Our, their receivers are better, tight ends. I still don't think Brock Purdy is anything special, but he is, to, to his credit, he just does what he Kyle Shanahan, he, he does what Ch Shanahan asks him to do. He trusts in in the plan, and Kyle Shanahan is the best in the league at coming up with a plan. Trey Lance couldn't do it. You know, he, he I think, can be effective if you tailor an offense around him, but he is not suited for the Kyle Shanahan I offense. I... I think it's too early, but if we are if we're gonna miss the playoffs, absolutely. Trey Lance should be starting from then on out. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do with Prescott with his cap number next year. They don't really have a choice. I think Prescott is back next year, and and looking ahead, I mean, this is a this is one of the best quarterback drafts in a while. I, I think we. Even though we have other needs, I think you've got to draft a quarterback early, and they've got to hit free agency hard. Enough, yeah. enough is enough. Yeah, I. It's going to be. I mean, you're not going to have. You're not going to be able to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Those are the two guys that'll go top three. You know, Caleb Williams is a shoe in for number one. Drake May, at worst, will be three or four, probably number two. So it's going to be, there's a lot of other quarterbacks after that, one of whom I watch pretty closely, Quinn Ewers from Texas, who I do not want. I'll just go on record of saying that. I don't want Quinn Ewers on, or Quinn Ewers on the Cowboys because he, he's got himself a pretty good situation and he's just... He, he kind of choked this past weekend against Oklahoma. He threw an interception early, had another interception that was kind of on the receiver, but he also missed the throw a little. Um, there's just no—this is the, the conundrum with Dak Prescott, is there is no—for for us, where we're not going to be the worst team in the NFL by record— we're not going to be even close enough to where we could trade a bunch of capital to get the number one pick— so our options... Giants, Giants might have the number one pick this year. It's going to be interesting that would here be, in New York. That would be terrible because Caleb Williams is a generational prospect. Yeah, uh, I mean, don't even get me started on the Giants because I've been getting <laughs> emotional about that because I just feel so, so, for, so sorry for Daniel Jones. Well, he's, getting, he's going to get replaced, I think, especially if they have a chance at Williams or May. But, but yeah, I mean, their O-line is... Absolutely, it, it might be the worst O line I've ever seen. With with Andrew, with Andrew Thomas out, especially yeah. worst O line I think I've ever seen. When and Andrew no wideouts, yeah, right, right. Um, but and yeah, yeah, running I, backs made out of glass. Yep, yeah. but with you know the, the conundrum we face is. You know, we'll, we'll get rid of McCarthy. We'll bring in some other coach and some other play caller. Hopefully, like, 
in my dream scenario, we hire the Dolphins offensive coordinator. This is what I was saying the last coaching cycle with, uh, you know, when we got rid of Garrett is hire Eric Bieniemy. Now he hasn't done great with Washington, but that like I'm willing to take. He's, he's their head coach. He's not their head coach. He's their like assistant head coach, offensive coordinator. Ron Rivera is still the head coach, but. Well, the commanders are doing they're doing okay this year. They're hanging in there considering all the yeah. turmoil they've been through. I mean they they lost to the Bears. They lost to the Bears. That that's pretty embarrassing. Well, okay. <laughs> um, well, we lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, true. Um, but but no, I I I'm all for poaching these offensive play callers from from the best systems in football right now, which right now it's the Chiefs, it's the Dolphins. And it's the 49ers. Don't want to work for Jerry. That's that's the unfortunate truth. But do we want to try and bring those guys in? Like, I haven't even heard a whisper of any of the— or Ben Johnson for the Lions. Look at the Lions right now. Jared Goff is grading as the number one quarterback in football. He missed—his last game, he was without his number one receiver— Amra St. Brown, they're making Sam Laporta, who was like the fourth best tight end in this draft, look like a superstar. Like oh Ben my Johnson. God, he's playing? Yeah, he's playing really well. He's he's got like 270 yards and like three touchdowns in, in five weeks. Um he's he's we totally debunking my theory of tight or not theory, it's based on based on the yeah, they don't, the they data. Don't Tight ends usually don't do well, but Sam Laporta under Ben Johnson is doing well. Like, like at least try to bring one of these guys. If they don't want to work for Jerry, fine, but it doesn't even seem like we are trying to bring in an offensive-minded head coach, a real offensive mind, not, not a guy who's who peaked a decade ago like Mike McCarthy. Uh, who rode Rodgers' coattails. Yeah, that's... Truth. Just like Belichick rode Brady's coattails, that I arrogant mean, SOB. Now I think Belichick's better than McCarthy. Bel- Belichick yep. deserves a little more credit than McCarthy, but no, but he's, he's better than McCarthy. But he he no Brady, no Belichick, Bra- no Parcells, yeah. no Belichick. Right, you're right. Um, so let let's move ahead, and <laughs> we've got a Monday night football game this week against Woo-hoo! guess who. Mr. Kellen Moore. Former offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Oh, he's going to eat the hell out of this defense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been kind of a mixed bag so far for that offense. I mean, they, they've been pretty productive, but they, they lost. I think they lost Mike Williams for the season. Yeah. So they've got Keenan Allen, and then kind of, that's kind of it. Quentin Johnston is the rookie they drafted. He hasn't done a whole lot. Uh, they've been without Austin Eckler. I don't know if he's going to return, but it's an interesting matchup because the Chargers have not been particularly great. And, and I will say this about the Cowboys in the Mike McCarthy era is we do tend to rebound after getting beat, especially well, getting Well, we pummeled. rebound for a little while, and then right. we eventually 
get our asses handed to us and get shown the door. Um, Which is you what know, I expect. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. But, um, you know, there are serious problems with Dak Prescott. He's, he is really regressed as a uh, quarterback. Um, there were times last night where he could have run for a first down and he threw the ball. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what's going through his head. Um, he said there weren't going to be any more interceptions. Three in one game last night. Uh, his accuracy, bad all night, uh, um, except maybe on the touchdown throw to Turpin. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just not looking like a, even like a mid-tier quarterback anymore. I think he's in the bottom, no, a bottom, <laughs> bottom 10 of uh, starters at this point right now. And uh, something's got to be done. And I don't care. I don't care about the salary cap. I just want to win, you know. And if he, if you have to make him a backup next year, do it. Yeah, I, I don't. Or find some creative way to get rid of get get rid of him. I mean, problem is if you try to. First of all, he's got a no trade clause, I believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> step step <laughs> oh, hurdle one. Get a hose. Who's his agent? I don't know. They they deserve credit though, but but you know I I mean I think the the strategy is going to be drafting a quarterback. You gotta have Dak. You gotta keep Dak one more season, unless he waves the no trade clause, which I don't think he will. And then and then you get out of his contract after the 2024-2025 season with with a significant amount of dead cap. I might add, like no we're not getting rid of Dak Prescott without incurring a huge financial loss, no matter what. But that is the most, you know, that's the only way to do it that I can see. And, and the alternative is paying him 40 or $52 million a year, which is asinine based on how he's played so far. So, yeah, I, I think you've got to go with, I mean, our options are going to be guys like Quinn Ewers, J.J. McCartney, uh, McCarthy, I think, the Michigan quarterback, Bo Nix for Oregon. Like, depending on how this season goes, like, it's it's week five, and I'm already thinking ahead of, of this kind of stuff, but if it really goes off the rails, I, I'm going to start really digging into these quarterbacks that we might actually be able to draft. At this point, I, I think as painful as that game was, it, it is – too early to completely write off this season, um, and I and I that, do think we have a good schedule. Well, I think and I, I, I think we should beat the next two win win the next two games. But then it's the Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia. That one, <laughs> I mean that that's gonna. It, what I could see happening is we win these next two games and every, and the hype just builds right back up and then we play Philly and, and lay another egg. Like, but, but all I all I could say about that, just doing my very best to be optimistic about it. Yeah, we have matched up well with Philly recently. That is true. That is very true. We match up better than against them than than San Francisco without a doubt. Right. There's no question and, of that. Um. You know, the other thing I point out is that, um, you know, we beat San Francisco three or four times in a row before they came back in 94, and they loaded up on free agents. That's how they did <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jerry, remember? Remember when you got Ken Norton spit in your face, told you to take your job and shove it? 
Okay. Okay, you lost that year. You lost in the regular season, and you lost in the playoffs. Okay? And they went on to win the Super Bowl. That, they had a tremendous team. Oh, that was one of the best teams I've ever seen. Yeah. They were just good everywhere. Dion and, and everybody that they brought in. Um, because before that, they were losing to the Cowboys in large part because their defense wasn't very good. Uh, but they went out, and they spent the money, and they brought the guys in. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, after we beat them, like I said, three or four times, um, they they came back and they they handed it to us that one season. So I don't know, you know, if that you know is any consolation to anybody who's hurting right now, thinking that we're never going to beat the Niners. And then I remember one year they beat us '95, I think they with beat Elvis us Gerback. with Elvis Gerback. Yeah, yeah. In and the we still, season, we still won Michael the Super Bowl Irvin. that year. Huh? We still uh, won the Super Bowl. even. Yeah, but that's because the Niners got knocked out of the playoffs by, by the Packers. Packers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Irvin was saying after we, we lost in a regular season, he said, they are the better team. They are the better team. Huh. Huh. And, um, you know, um, I'm still waiting for C.D. Lamb to show me he can be the next Michael Irvin. But um, I, I don't know why it's – I don't know if it's CD or if it's Dak. I, I, I just haven't well, looked at it. Somebody might have an answer to that. I don't – I'll say this. Our, and, and I think this is definitely partly because of our play calling and our predictability. But our receivers were not largely getting open. That said, I think Dak needs to just – throw it up for CeeDee Lamb. Like, CeeDee Lamb and Gallup. Like, both of those guys are jump ball, contested catch guys. Like, that's what their game is. And they're not going to typically create a ton of separation. So, I, I think you got... terrified right now. He, yeah, yeah. That, that He doesn't like to do that. That's the problem. And that was kind of the, the interesting thing about last year is you started to see... And, and a lot of it ended up in interceptions, but you you saw him be a little more aggressive and, and try, at least, to throw guys open, and, and a lot of the times it ended poorly, but at least he was trying it. This year, I feel like he's kind of reverted back to if a guy's not wide open, he's right. just not going to throw the ball. Exactly. And I don't know. And then I don't guys think he can win with either one. Guys wide open last night, and he missed them. Yeah. And I think it's what it comes down to is like I think of and every coach is is different. I think of Jimmy Johnson as not like the most technically proficient coach, but he was a guy that demanded high results, and he brought in guys like North Turner that I think were extremely technically proficient and extremely focused on the details and I don't think we have that right now. Like th- this notion that oh we're we're matching yeah, Dak's quarterback was a little bit better than the one we have. Though. That that true that too. But Troy Aikman didn't start to really blossom until North Turner when he when he had right. uh, what's his Same name baby baby Shula. Uh, yeah. He wasn't wasn't great. But no. no, I mean sure. they made this big deal about like Dak and and sinking his feet with the routes, which like why we didn't do that 
years. I mean, that to me, that that almost sounds like just bullshit that Jerry Jones is like propagating to you know make Kellen Moore look like an idiot. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case, but but no. I could have had good years under a Kellen Moore. Right. It just doesn't seem like our offense is, or our team in general is good at the details and and the real nuances of the game, at, like the elite teams are. And and for you know Belichick, for what it's he, he's definitely on the hot seat now. He might not make it out of this season with how they the Patriots have been playing. But watching the Patriots for years, they did not beat themselves with with penalties with oh, yeah, undisciplined right. moronic stuff lining up offside right yeah. right and and this has been a we've been doing this across multiple coaches it, it can't be all on mike mccarthy it, it is no, on, on him right now it is the culture it's it's a a team that is more focused on as soon as you start getting a little bit of love it the fame goes to people's heads, and you forget about football. That, that's why Tom Landry, from the get-go, didn't like the, the monkeyer of, of America's team, is he thought it would get, or he, for him, it was, it was he thought it would get other teams hyped up to play us. But I don't think he realized, and, and it was because he had a competent owner when he coached, that the, the Jerry world and the aura of Jerry where everything is about him and everything is the spotlight is also going to play into getting your players distracted as soon as they start playing well and these are the the institutional elements of the Dallas Cowboys that worry me much more than Dak Prescott or or Mike McCarthy because most likely both of them will be gone within two years but is there anything after that's better than what we've got right now? I don't know. I I unfortunately don't think so. But we'll see. It, it was a well, bad. You know, I I remember the year that and they won the Super Bowl. But early in the season on Monday Night Football, they got trashed by the Eagles, who are a good right. team. Right. Um, but I don't think that's real comparable to this because I think that was a real. It just got caught on a really bad day, whereas we seem to have fundamental problems. Yeah, you know, um, and maybe they had a couple fundamental problems that they worked out, but they were capable of doing that. Um, but uh, you know, the Cardinals lost. Maybe you, you, you could write that off to to not taking them seriously and not being prepared. But you know, last year we were, you know, playing to the level of competition, and now it doesn't seem like we're even doing that um and it's just fundamental problems and the worst thing is that it's at the most important position too and it's 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 in the coaching it's in the coaching too yeah you don't you can't you don't have a quarterback who can you know turn a um you know an average quarterback into a good quarterback you don't have that yep so let's let's Put in our predictions for uh, Cowboys Chargers this week, which is where is it? That's going to be my next. In Dallas, I think. Sounds right. 
Which, and, and hey, for what it's worth, we have, I mean, we beat the crap out of the Giants, but our, la our two losses have been on the road. This is also on the road. This is in Los Angeles, which means it's, it's basically a home game. It's going to be like probably more than 50% Cowboys fans, but still on the road where we haven't fared as well so far. What are you, uh, what's your prediction for this one? Chargers 35, Cowboys 14. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me, but the Chargers, I think, are, are not a very good team. I, I think if Mike Williams was playing, it would be closer, but I I think our corners are able to handle a receiver like Keenan Allen. I, I think we're going to have a lot of trouble when we play the Dolphins and, and receivers like that who just fly. But I think unless Deron Bland is is out, that that changes the dynamic significantly because Noah Noah I can't cover shit. Like the worst receiver in the NFL is gonna still toast him. But as long as Deron Bland is healthy, I think we can contain that offense. Justin Herbert's gonna have his amazing throws, but that doesn't mean he's gonna you know put together a great game all around. And their defense isn't very good. Like, they've got some big-name players. Khalil Mack is still there, and, and I think he's played a little better of late. What but happened to the safety? Derwin James, he, I don't know if he is... He's always injured. He is always hurt. And I feel like right now he is hurt. Uh, Derwin James, did he play... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is hurt. Um, I don't know if he's going to be bad. They, they had a bye this week, so um, so I don't know if he's going to be healthy by the next game. Injures hamstring, so okay, that that doesn't sound too bad. So still, their their defense is very much a stars and scrubs defense. They've got Khalil Mack. Who's, who's playing a little better lately? Asante Samuel Jr., who we could have had instead of Kelvin Joseph, for what it's worth. He's he's playing well, and I don't know if Joey Bosa's hurt, but ultimately their defense is still not great in, in, in the totality. They've got some good players, but I think this should be a game we rebound well against. Uh... Like I said, wouldn't shock me at all if we just get smoked again, but I'm going to say we win 28-21. to 21. So I think that'll do it for this week, but thanks all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week to talk Cowboys-Chargers, the Kellen Moore revenge game. So until then.